Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, a show that shares stories to help you become an educated sport card investor and maximize those gains. I am your host, Brett McGrath. B2B marketer, sport card investor, and collector, and massive professional wrestling fan. I have had a lot of wrestling conversations in the Discord channels through direct message on Instagram, you name it. I try to put wrestling into about everything I do when it comes to building the Stacking Slabs brand. I do it because it makes me happy and it's really, it's really fun for me to incorporate those elements. And it is something that a lot of people that are in this age range that are buying cards, they have some connection with wrestling, whether it's watched it as a kid, whether it's haven't watched it in years, but remember some of it, whether it's actively watch or whether it's I watch everything all the time like me and buy wrestling figures and shirts and all that. So that it makes me happy. It's my hobby. It's my other hobby, but I love it. And I think there's been a lot of chatter just in general on wrestling cards and just I think wrestling cards is a topic that I certainly would like to get into a little bit, not here today, but just eventually because there's so much crossover and opportunity in wrestling cards. And it's something I have knowledge on. So If I have knowledge on it and I'm passionate about it, I'm going to share information because I do, in fact, believe there's money to be made in wrestling cards. And you're already seeing that with the Hogan rookie card, the Ric Flair rookie card, the Rocks rookie card right now. All of those slabbed up are just seeing incredible gains right now. So if you do the work and you like to look at the numbers and study the metrics and trends, just go look at those three cards I just called out and see what you think. I am about ready to get out of town. So see you later, Indiana. Been cooked up in the crib for a long time. There, We are very active people. My wife and I, we like to travel. We go to a lot of concerts. We go to games and we like to bounce around. So we haven't been out of the house since this quarantine started. Besides and my wife's in healthcare, so she has to go to her job. So we've been pretty isolated. So we are excited to get out of the house. She has a family lake house that's two and a half hours north of Minneapolis. Um, It's the Brainerd area. So shout out to anyone who knows Brainerd. We're in Nisswa um, at Lake Hubert. That's kind of our zone. Minnesota is amazing at this time of year. So many lakes, so much fun. But yeah, we are getting in a car with my father-in-law, he's driving. We had tickets. We're not doing it. Our flight kept getting moved around COVID. So we just decided we haven't been out of the house. Let's let's do a little roadie. And we've got my father-in-law who's going to be behind the wheel. Fun fact for everyone out there, my father-in-law was also my high school football coach. So how about that? How many people can say that? He's a great dude. He's got so many stories. He coached football forever. So I'm sure we'll be talking sports and We just can't wait to get up there. They've been going there forever. So you got to believe, and that's going to be a week of nothing. And I I will say that this episode has been recorded well in advance. So earlier than before, but I'm always trying to be here to bring uh, stacking slabs to all you because I know 
you all are enjoying it and I'm enjoying doing this too. But you, I got to say, I did check Brainerd, Minnesota Sport Card LCS and there looks to be one Sport Card Central in Brainerd, Minnesota. So I'll be there a few more days. And if you hear this episode and you know sport card places that I should be at or hit up in that area and you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday, I will still be in that zone. So hit me up with those recommendations. One thing I will not be buying if I do find a shop is Spectra Wax. Holy cow. When I looked at it, I think on eBay, I saw a box sell for almost a thousand. It might've been at a thousand bucks. There's auctions and there's packs being sold at $285 a piece. My goodness, the whole market and everything is so different as I look at it and think about it every day. It's so different from in the old times and just the price of wax and the breakers and the habits of new people entering. There's so much to talk about there, but I think we're just got to settle in. That's going to be normal for right now. So I think it's more productive. You know, I know there's people in a lot of different positions within the hobby who rely on wax, but we've just got to be adaptable to these changes. If you're someone who likes to break a hobby box every quarter or two, I think my recommendation is, you know, maybe I know it's there's it's more risk, but it's going to cost less. Find some quality breakers. I think maybe that's an option, right? That's not like, earth shattering take, but I think we all just got to kind of be a little flexible as the hobby, you know, prices on hobby boxes are insane right now, you know, and there can be blame be, be put on distributors, blame being put on Panini. It's just, it's crazy. But what I can tell you, it's like, you gotta, you gotta really question the products that are coming out and the cost and what your position is on that. And it's like Spectre, man, I've seen them on Instagram. The Spectre cards are gorgeous. Like, good Lord. I would love to have some of those Spectre cards in my PC, but not at that price and not because it's so new in the hobby. I think, you know, these cards aren't proven out as like extreme value getters over time, especially if you're paying that kind of money on buying a box of wax. So I think it's just be really cautious. The other thing is, is just I've never owned Spectra cards. I've never bought a hobby box. This is just from people and resources that I appreciate. I hear they're hard to grade. So it is, it's very difficult to because of the acetate finish and they're thick and they're soft corners. It's just one of those deals. So while they look beautiful, I would love to have a Seku for my PC I'd love it, but man, I'm staying away from that. And I think everyone should just be cautious and consider all their options when a product like Spectre comes out. The other thing is, is a validator for me now, and I know it's not 100% and I know it's a work in progress, but there's enough inventory on the platform right now where I can begin to make decisions on how I analyze card product over time. And I think Spectre, it, when I looked at those prices, I immediately put Spectre into card ladder. And they've just got the Spectra Hobby Box on there right now. They don't have any individual slab Spectra cards. That's telling me. That tells me that collectors or people who are submitting their cards on that platform don't value that card as much as they do a select or something else. So I think that's something you just got to be careful on. I talked about breaks. I did my first break with a former guest of Stacking Slab, Ed Cahill at Cahill Hill Cards. If you listen to that episode, we talked a lot about TikTok, social media, his accounts, how he was showing up, and it caught my eye, and I could tell he was a pro, and he had this aspiration to begin breaking, and he started breaking uh, this past Tuesday, and it was a awesome break. He had some throw-ins there. The break was some hangers of 
Revolution, a or not Revolution, sorry, two hangers of mosaic, a blaster of mosaic that he threw in, and then a mega of of prism. And there's a chance to win a free cello pack of mosaic in there too. It was like 43, 44 bucks, super affordable. I hadn't done a break in a while. I love any breaks under 50 bucks. I love breaks that have multi-brand cards. I love breaks that have multi-brand cards that I actually care about. I care about Mosaic. I care about um, Prism, obviously. And so that was a no-brainer. And Ed's a good dude. I had a blast. I, my brother did it. There was a, He did it through YouTube. There was an awesome room engaging in his content. I love his presentation. He's just an awesome dude. He, he was getting breaks sold out. It, there was like, it's a 30-team break, and there were 80 people in the room chatting. So that shows you the sense of community that this man's capable of. And if I'm going somewhere and breaking, the first rule of thumb for me it, over anything is I like the breakers and it's like I would sit down and spend two or three hours with a friend. And I think that Ed certainly checks that box. I think that's undeniable. I think Chris Keller at Top Shelf Breaks checks that box. I want to like promote their breaks and I want to support those guys because I would consider them both friends in the hobby for me. They are just great dudes and I believe in what they're doing. I think they put in a lot of effort and they build a great sense of community. So definitely, if you are interested in breaking, if you're new to breaking, go check out Top Shelf Breaks, check out Chris Keller there, check out Ed Cahill at Cahill Cards. Those two are my two favorites right now. And yes, the cards are cool and all that, but they're good dudes and they're I consider those guys friends. So go check them out. I have been so freaking inchy on football just because I see so much opportunity my brother believes it too, and we're that's we're just chatting about it all the time. So it's really, really fun to be focused on football right now because I feel like not a lot of people are, and I think there's a ton of opportunity there. So my, I already got my eyes on 1025, which is when Prism Football comes out. I'm just anticipating an absurd cost per that hobby box, but I feel like I got to have one. They, you know, there's eight rookie quarterbacks that people are going to be chasing. I think football is going up. I don't have to say it anymore. I think just we're going to get into that. But man, so those prism cards are going to be money. I got to have them, especially because I've got Michael Pittman Jr. and Jonathan Taylor rookies as a Colts fan that I'm going to be chasing for my PC. I've got the uh, Philip Rivers Colts card. I got to get that. I'm going to get that in a silver. I'm going to slab it up. And I am going to keep that because I'm going to keep that because I can't believe Philip Rivers is my quarterback. And it's just so funny how everything works out. And he has a chance to do something special this year if he can stay healthy because the Colts have a really good team. So it's just I'm fired up and I'm glad I can connect my passion for sports and put it right back into sports cards. One thing that I had fun doing this past week is I mentioned I went over to my parents for July 4th. Awesome time. Burgers ruled. Bratwurst ruled. It was awesome. And my brother goes, hey, come here. And we walk upstairs and he had found a massive U-Haul box. Go check out my uh, social feeds on this one. He found my old, first of all, there was a collector's choice basketball, un a sealed complete set. I think it was 92, 93. That was awesome. And then he found kind of the box. I, I guess I would consider this like the old throwaway cards or cards that I didn't want to put in a binder. It was a massive U-Haul box. So I grabbed that boy and I have brought it back home. And like, there's, I'm not finding anything like of value, but I'm finding so many memories. And 
there's so many cards and this takes forever if you're like really looking at the cards and like letting the memories hit you. And Mike Summer talked about this on the podcast. And I view him as the leader in, in nostalgia and business opportunities. I mean, he's just the great mix. There's no one better than him. But he talked about buying sets and lots and how half of it, half of the money goes to just the entertainment. Think about that. If you are back into cards after a long hiatus, the prices of these breaks are super expensive and you can't afford them. Like, Think about going out and hitting Facebook Marketplace or wherever you can connect with people in that might be selling lots of cards and go look at some sets and buy them because organizing them and bringing them home, there's just a lot of fun that could be had there. So that's something that I did uh, this past week that was uh, super fun. I think, you know, I'm going to not get off of this one, but I think everyone should always be asking the question why of the people from the content that you are consuming. That's super important. So I've met a few individuals in the hobby that are very, have a very similar mindset to me when it comes to prospecting, sharing information. And we all believe that there's a, a lot of work that goes into talking about cards and players and sharing them with our audience. And we're not sure that the, the other people in the hobby in, or there's some segments of the people in the hobby that aren't taking that as seriously as we think they should be. And um, my job is I want people to stay educated. And when I feel people aren't being educated, like we're going to start to talk about it. So I think with that, asking the question, why is super important? This Friday, tune on in. I've got former DEA, yes, you heard that right, DEA, Drug Enforcement Agency agent, Andy Eisman, and he is the sports card investigator. He's got a YouTube channel up. He's got 30-year background as a federal agent, and man, he uses his process as a DEA agent to analyze sports cards and analyze the market, and man, there's no one better at finding the truth. And he is a guy you're really going to want to hear from and you're going to follow. That's what I love about Stacking Slabs is I have the opportunity to create a platform and share someone's voice and share Andy's story. And you're going to love this. This is a great conversation. And I'm so happy that people like Andy are in the hobby and people are there who are self-policing and making sure that everyone is operating in a way that's not having a negative impact. So tune into that episode on Friday and make sure you're asking the question why. I want to shout out Starstock. Again, it's not because they're not a sponsor of Stacking Slabs. I just think the problem they're solving is awesome. And I've spent more time on their platform. And I think their go-to-market strategy has been unbelievable. So that's what I do for a living. And I think if you look at what Starstock has done, they've invested their time, money, and resources from a marketing perspective in the right places because everybody's talking about them. You couldn't go on another podcast in the hobby and not listen to Scott Greenberg do an interview. I mean, they're, he, I listen to all of them. They're everywhere. So I think, you know, and that's, this is the, this is the deal straight up for me and how I operate and buy and work with people and products. I buy from people I like and I like Scott. I think what he's doing is the right thing. I think he's in it for the right reasons and he's just got a great thing going. So definitely if you're sick of the alternatives and you're having, you hate paying fees, go check out starstock.com. Not a paid endorsement. That is a passionate endorsement by Stacking Slabs. I will tell you that right now. All right. So I got a bang going. I mean, it is what it is at this point. It's the official drink of Stacking Slabs. 
And the at the top of the bill would be the Star Blast. That's what I have today. It's potent brain and body fuel, zero, zero calories per can, super creatine, ultra, baby. This is the good stuff. And I'm telling you, like, if you're not into energy drinks, at least give it a whirl. And the reason I say give it a whirl is because it really gets me going. It's, it does its job, right? If you're drinking an energy drink, you're trying to get to that next level. And I, that's why I like them in the afternoons. But the best part about the bang is the fact that you do not crash. Like it's unbelievable. You go from like super alert and you don't crash. It's just a nice phased out approach. And to be honest with you, I think they taste great. I've got the Star Blast. That's my favorite. It's got that red, white, and blue. It's just a great drink. And I will say, I am getting bang tweets. If you're tweeting at bang and tagging stacking slabs, keep doing it. Tell the people at bang that I want them to be the official, official sponsor of the show because I believe in their product. So Instagram, TikTok, you name it, like bring awareness to bang and the stack stacking slabs and how we're getting people to get fueled up by bang. All right. So I think like we're probably a little late on the NBA at this point. I think just in general, that's a general statement. I think if you haven't made your NBA decisions at this point, you're probably late. And I think, I mean, Jason Tatum's cards right now are just blowing my mind how much they've gone up just in a short period of time. And like, and it's substantial. Like I'd have to look at it and I hate, I don't have this data in front of me, but it feels like it's like maybe between 10 and 20% over like the last like three, two or three weeks. And I did that episode on just me thinking that the Celtics were going to go to the finals. And the reason why is because Tatum is because I believed in, I believe that he's one of those breakthrough stars. I mean, he's on a great team, great coach, but it's other people are seeing that too. And I think that's why his cards are increasing. So it doesn't make sense to buy Tatum cards right now. And it doesn't make sense to buy a lot of players right now just because the attention's on them. Everyone's going up. But I think this is where I would recommend everyone spend their time trying to identify players that are going to get more run because someone's not playing or choosing to opt out. I talked last week about Aaron Holiday's situation. I think I literally went back and I looked at Aaron Holiday. The silver was selling at 26 bucks. When I record this episode, I was buying them for like 12, 14 or 14 bucks. So you can see the jump. And so it's, it's really important to get on these early trends. Couple that may be worthwhile. And one I just thought of because I have a ton of his cards, whether I've pulled them for packs or breaks. I don't know why I have a ton, but pay attention to the situation in Brooklyn. I think. No Kyrie, Spencer Dinwiddie's out. So you got Chris Chioza, who I believe is going to be the starter. And this guy, if you're unfamiliar, he has spent a majority of his career in the G League. He's played a little bit, is impressed coaches. Now he's kind of like one of the only guys in the system. And the system's, to say it lightly, because he spent most of his time in the G League. You might remember Chioza. He played for Florida and in the regional game against Wisconsin, he hit that buzzer beater. So he's a little point guard. I don't even think he's six foot. I think he's 5'11", maybe. But it's going to be fun to watch him because he's got a, a lot to prove. And I, before I got on here, I started looking up. I think he's so under the radar that he might not even have a rookie card out right now. I could be wrong, so let me know. If you do know, but one guy that if he doesn't work out or is not the starter, you can look at is Tyler Johnson. So the Nets signed Tyler Johnson, and this is the guy I was talking about. I've got a ton of his cards. The Suns cut him. He couldn't stay healthy. But I think like 
if you can buy a lot of his cards for like nothing, then it's worth, you know, that's a, that's a low, low risk, high reward type of move. So I think Tyler Johnson, who I think is a skilled player who just maybe has had a bad string of injuries is now like going to be on a new team, but forced like in a playoff scenario to have minutes, like he's going to go all out to try to get a contract. So again, another guy, I think Bradley Beal's not playing in Washington and obviously John Wall's out. So it's like, who's going to score on Washington. And I think all the Rui investors are like really excited right now. Unfortunately on my end, I had sold my PSA 10 base of him. I bought it for 50, sold it for a hundred. So it's really not all that bad. I do wish I had that. I would happily give that hundred bucks back if I had that card uh, right now, especially because he's going to be a feature guy, but Man, it's just that that just shows you what happens here, right? And I'm not hurt about it. It is what it is. Um, and I made some money off of it, but it, the the excitement of watching him now at this point, I'm sure many of you feel. So you can check out Stacking Slabs on all your favorite social media platforms at Stacking Slabs. All right, so the giveaway, I got the 1819 Hoops Pack with Steph Curry on the front. Got a bundle of cards. I got the Hoops Hobby Pack from this year, NBA. I've got the 2019 NFL Prism Cello Pack with the red, white, and blues. Mosaic Cello Pink Camo Prism um, Pack. I got a 2019 Football Optic Fat Pack and this Hoops Winner 1819. That's a lot. That's the giveaway. So too hard for me to manage. This is what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to read these and I'm going to, this is going to get me excited. So you can be entered to win these cards and I'm going to take all the responses from this question and I am going to put them in a randomizer and whoever is at the top of the randomizer is going to uh, win all of these packs. This is what you have to do. Obviously, if you listen to Stacking Slabs or you follow Stacking Slabs, you can participate. This is how you got to do it. And if you're a listener and you don't follow, you got to follow. So go hit follow. And man, do I want to do this? I'm trying to get subscribers up. Yeah, let's do this. All right, here it is. To enter to win, you just have to do this thing. You have to tweet at me, hit me up on Instagram, and tell me in football and basketball, tell me who you're buying up and why. And I would prefer if they were maybe not like, not basic responses, but something creative, um, that would be cool. So that's all you have to do is just tell me who you're buying up in football and basketball and why, and then give me a review on Apple Podcasts. Hit me with that five-star review. Those are the two things you got to do. I'm going to take everyone's name who did those two things and make sure you review. Give me a screen grab of that review and just post it on social. I think I'd love to get conversations going on these players and let's have stacking slabs help facilitate that. So do that. We're going to give it a week. I'll announce a winner on the next Wednesday show. Easy as that. All right. Content shout outs. Got to shout out my man, Jordan. Sport Card Analytics, um, he just dropped a new video on a mail day. I'm just having so much fun interacting with this guy. He's one of those good dudes in the hobby. Follow his stuff, man. It's good. He knows what he's talking about. There's people out there who know what they're talking about. I'm going to put promote them on this show. So go check out Jordan's stuff at Sports Card Analytics. All right, catching heaters. I got to say, I was caught out of nowhere. And this is the fun part about being in the hobby is that sometimes you use social media to you use social media and all of a sudden, like you got someone reaching out to you who's got a show you don't even know about. And so I want to shout out Matt Buzan and Matt is from Catching Heaters. So shout out to this dude. He created an episode. He's moving from Florida 
to San Antonio. I think it was like, yeah, I think he's moving to San Antonio. So he's on this trip and he talks about how he hasn't had time to listen to the hobby content, but he's on this move. So he's digging into some stuff and he promoted stacking slabs and he talked about what I'm doing here. So I do appreciate that, but that's so much fun. So I want to give a kind of a cross promo, go check out catching heaters. I think I've been in need of a baseball podcast because I, I just don't have a network of baseball people around me. And like I say, I don't talk about things I don't know about, but I am interested in getting involved in basic baseball. So go listen to his stuff. Go listen to Matt Catching Heaters. You can find him on Instagram and his podcast. Also, I want to shout out Serbia Sports Cards on Twitter. So Serbia, I've been beating the drum of DFS people in the market coming into sports cards and it changing the game. It's not the only reason, but it's one of them. And he hit me up with an article he wrote about this very topic. And he kind of gave me the thumbs up that, hey, bro, I'm with you on this. And he's got some content. So go check out Serbia Sports Cards. On the wrestling front, so we're doing a throwback. And the reason we're doing a throwback, because I'm going to be on vacation and I'm going to watch this match because I missed it. So I've gotten so many texts from friends that are so excited about FS1's doing the Tuesday night old WWE pay-per-views. If you don't have the network and you're interested in wrestling, those are good entry points over like maybe going to watch Raw or SmackDown. Like watch those pay-per-views and that'll get a, get you excited to get involved in the, the new product. Got to take a drink of my bang here. All right. So this week that I'm recording this, they had the 2017 Royal Rumble. And I said, I dropped everything and I was like, I turned it on and realized they were at the towards the end of the Rumble match, which means they were towards the end of the show. Now, the reason why I immediately turned it, because a couple of reasons. One, I was there. I was in San Antonio. I just talked about San Antonio. That's weird. And now I'm back in San Antonio. I was in San Antonio and me and a buddy wanted to go to the Royal Rumble. It was my first one. I've been to everyone since 2017. So it's becoming a January tradition to travel to the Rumble. I was in Houston this year. So a lot of Texas, but so it was a hell of a show. It was so much fun. We had traveled down, but the thing that stands out in my mind was it was the night I witnessed the best professional wrestling match I had ever seen live. And I've seen some been to a ton of shows and have seen a lot of great matches. I mean, we're talking about Brett the Hitman Harper's Rowdy Piper at WrestleMania 8. So this match kind of rises to the top for me. So for the WWE Championship, it is AJ Styles versus John Cena. And it is just an instant classic. I mean, those two guys show why they're truly the best. And if you're looking to watch a good match or you're looking to get back into wrestling, go find AJ Styles versus John Cena 2017 Royal Rumble. I was there and I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Pure electricity, just a hell of a match. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the playlist that I put together this week. There's going to be another playlist. I got to be honest, I have not put it together by the time I record this, but there's going to be Another Black Lives Matter playlist. It's going to be the volume two. I'm going to put it together while I'm traveling to Minnesota. I hope you enjoyed the first one. I've been listening to it nonstop in my car, and hopefully I can curate another one that's going to get you all to check out some of these artists you might not know about. All right, so turn left when the market is going right. I think that's always the motto, and that's always how I'm approaching the hobby. So I just wanted to just make sure I hit that point home. But weekly purchases. All right, so it's been about the same, so we're not going to go into too much detail here, but I will say my Aaron Holiday prisms are coming in. I got hit today with a package. I had three. I got two silvers and a green, so this is a gift that keeps on giving. I love Aaron Holiday. But his cards, I bought them for 14 and I just looked, 26 bucks. So that's what can happen. That's just crazy. 
Hollywood Brown continuing to come in. I counted before I recorded. I have 22 Hollywood Brown cards are silvers, prisms, select. I've got numbered select, optic hollows. I've got a lot of, but man, it's just so much fun to get this invested in like a player and just pure speculation based on what you think you know about their situation. But I also got a really dope card. I got a DK Metcalf silver prism auto. So I've got an Aaron Holiday like this. These silver prism autos, I know it is not on card, but boy, these cards are gorgeous. And if you like refractors and you like autos, this is, I mean, there's no better. So this DK Metcalf is just beautiful. I'm i am so happy I have it. So that's been my purchases. I had no sales this week. All right, so this is the kind of the primary segment here, and I've been ripping through this. But what I want to close out with is just this conversation about the DFS market impacting sports cards, impacting the NFL specifically, and try to put, try to create a scenario to get everyone to think. And that's what I'm trying to do here on Stacking Slab. I put a poll out on Instagram, threw an Instagram stories out, and I said, hey, do you think DFS, the entry of DFS people in the sports card hobby will have a positive impact on the value of running backs and wide receivers. I had about 81, I think it was, people who responded to that poll. 77% of the people said yes, 33 said no. So that is a wide majority of people that are optimistic like I am about the potential of a guy like Hollywood Brown, a guy like DK Metcalf's cards tripling up in a season. So that's what I I, want to talk about that today. And I think Again, it's time to throw out the tradition. It's time to throw out the way things have always been, and it's time to step into the new age. And I think if you're not being adaptable and flexible, you're going to miss out on opportunities. Am I 100% right? And I, do I think that DK Metcalf's cars are 100% sure going to triple this season? No. But if they're if it's going to happen, he's a guy I think it can happen with. So that's why I'm buying up. I have. It's all about the situation you come in. I have allocated budget and discretionary money dedicated towards sports cards. So with that, it's a little like gambling, right? You gamble on these potential trends. You gamble on these potential players that I do work and research on. So I think you just got to know, you got to trust your situation and what you, what you're, what you're, it's just like any investment. Are you, are you willing to take some risk or not? I think what I wanted to do was since all these conversations about DFS market, I spend money on DFS. Okay, so I'm rethinking that, right? It's easy to rethink that when the you know sports aren't going on. But if I'm spending a hundred dollars, let's say I spend a hundred dollars a week on DFS, and let's say I'm on a bad stretch and I'm not winning anything, so that's four hundred dollars a month. So now I'm thinking that four hundred dollars a month that I'm spending on DFS, like doesn't it make more sense based on the way the market is going to invest in sports cards? And you can have that same type of mentality. And you can use your knowledge of players to your advantage and it's a safer bet. Like it might not be your full budget. You might allocate some of it, but I think that's, that's what I'm thinking about. It's I'm thinking about all the other people that are taking their budget budget and reallocating it. And I'll say this, I think if there are sports, I think football cards are going to go up because I think people are going to have allocated money towards that they're going to take from DFS and put it into sports cards. But if sports don't happen, oh boy, you better look out. Like all of that money is going into sports cards or not all of it, but anyone who's aware or knowledgeable of what's happening in this hobby. So what I wanted to do in, I ran through this exercise, but I want to talk through it with all of you. 
So I went into this like, if I've got a $500 budget, so not a 50000 I felt 50000 would be like how they were doing it if you're on FanDuel or DraftKings. We'll be bipartisan here. The mentality here is to take $500 right now and apply it to a lineup and apply that to how much those costs, those cards cost. So I've got, I gave myself and I actually, I went through this exercise and I didn't actually buy the cards, but I think I'm actually, I'm considering buying the card. So here we go. Couple rules. So I think the first rule was in each positional spot, you could only, you couldn't, you couldn't pick a player, one, the same player and have him in multiple spots. It was one spot, one player. However, Instead of the defense, I have a wild card. So that's a wild card. I'm allowing any player that you draft, you drafted to be in that wild card round as long as it wild card position, as long as it fits within the budget. So I've got a quarterback, you've got $500. You've got a quarterback position, two running back positions, three receiver positions, a tight end, a flex, and a wild card. So with football cards today, let's go through what I did. And I really, would encourage everyone to do this. Go through this exercise. It'll make you smarter. Regardless of what you decide to do, it'll make you smarter on the football card market. It really will. I spent about an hour on this, maybe an hour and a half, but I had a ton of fun doing it. So I want to share it with you guys. All right. So at quarterback position, this was one where I felt like I definitely had to use like a substantial chunk of my $500 just based on protecting myself from too much risk. So Immediately, my mind went to the Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray tier. And so I I evaluated the situation. I really thought, like, first and foremost, like, the product matters the most for me. And so the product to me is basically like, let me look at, like, a Panini prism, which I would view as the product. And I'm going to look at that first. And like, if it's an older card, I'm going to look at the tops Chrome um, and then immediately cancel out some products and then have a list of products. So the list of products that I considered in this exercise was Prism. I considered Optic. I considered Select and I considered Tops and Tops Chrome. So those were those were my brands for consideration. So first of all, uh, the quarterback position for me, and based on having a five hundred dollar budget, I Lamar, Lamar. You mean you can't go wrong with Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, but you're going to struggle a little bit. Um, and it comes down to the decision if you want to buy a raw card or a slabbed card, and your options become limited. So I I spent one hundred and seventy six dollars on a Kyler Murray rookie prism BGS nine point five with the subgrade. So I just think Kyler Murray is, we saw he's one of the most exciting players in the hobby. I think he's a really good player. We saw that skill set definitely in the back half of last season. There's a lot of attention on him. He's got DeAndre Hopkins. He's got a coach that's invested in his success, which is, can't be understated. Kingsbury has wanted Murray to play with him for just on his team for a long, long time. So I think the Cardinals are an exciting young offense and they've got just a good situation. And I believe in Colin Murray. So that was my quarterback position. So then I went to the running back. And to be honest with you, the running back, I had to get a little more creative because I had not up until this point thought about purchasing running back. I was more focused on the wide receiver. So I spent a little more time trying to understand it. My mind immediately was like, all right, these guys are going to be cheap. And so 
if I got to go with the card that of the best running back that I think in the NF is in the NFL, and I got to get a silver prism, and I'm going to get it raw to save myself some money. Or excuse me, no, no, this was a debate. I decided to go with the Christian McCaffrey silver prism PSA nine for fifty seven bucks. And for me, I, I decided that because I was like, you know, the odds are if I buy a raw prism, I'm going to spend you know, the money to, which is even more expensive to send it in. So I've got that cost and I've got, there's a potential that I'm the best I'm going to do is a nine. So why don't I just buy a nine for 57 bucks? I think McCaffrey, so many touches. I, I that production's certainly not going down. I, I like Teddy Bridgewater in him. I think there's a lot of opportunity there. So that I went with the McCaffrey. On the other running back position, I thought long-term Hall of Fame potential and an active player still playing. And that's another thing I'll state. And to make your list, the players have to be active players. And so I went with Adrian Peterson's Tops Chrome Rookie Refractor Raw for 52 bucks. I think that's a card if you think about Adrian Peterson and all he's done over his career. And he still can play. I think he's a guy that, you know, he's going to be in the conversation for Canton. His career numbers have been ridiculous. That Chrome refractor card for 52 bucks. It just seems like he's going to hit that other point on closes it up where the card's going to see a nice bump. And it's nice to get be, you know, you be involved in him and then you're paying attention to what he's doing in his carry and workload each week. And then he has that game or two where he's just like vintage Peterson. I feel like that'd be fun. All right, the receivers was easier for me because I've spent more time in the receivers. So I bought a Hollywood Brown Silver Prism for 19 bucks. Surprise, surprise. I bought a DK Metcalf Silver Prism for 43. Surprise, surprise. And then I decided to spend a little money. And since I bought Kyler Murray, and I think DeAndre Hopkins is probably the best receiver in the NFL. I decided to buy a 2013 DeAndre Hopkins Topps Chrome X Factor PSA 10 for a hundred bucks. That was a crazy deal, I thought. And I was like, it's always fun in fantasy when you've got a quarterback and then the receiver and they score. It's like double the points. And I feel like you got it. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, is there any way that relationship is not good this year? I don't think so. I think it's going to be awesome. And I think they're going to have so many highlights and They're going to be fun to watch. Like if you have Red Zone or the package, that's certainly something that you're going to be paying attention to. So with that and it's fun for me because he's not on the freaking Texans anymore. So I don't have to worry about him. That was a bet as a Colts fan. Shout out to all you Colts fans out there. When I heard that he got traded for David Johnson, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is unbelievable. It was such a weight off my shoulders as a fan because he's just such a beast. All right, tight end. I just, tight end's not an exciting position right now. For 20 bucks, I bought a 2012 Gronk Tops Chrome rookie card. I, you know, the Gronk situation, I'm not going to like blow smoke and say the Brady and Gronk situation is going to be vintage and is going to be what they did in New England. Like maybe it can be, but like there's a lot to factor into that. And I think Bill Belichick being in that was, they definitely had a chemistry, but I think Bill Belichick's play calling can't be understated. And Gronk, I'm not trying to discount him, but he's been out of the game for a while. He's injury prone, but still I couldn't find a better option. So I'm going Gronk. For the flex spot, I went with a 2016 Tyreek Hill Silver Prism for 16. I can't believe that card only cost 16 bucks. I think Tyreek Hill, if he can stay on the field, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes' number one guy. He's an exciting player. You would aspire Hollywood Brown to turn out to be. That would be awesome. And then the wild card spot. So I had $57, I think, left, and I spent 56. I bought another Kyler Murray. This time his optic. PSA nine for 56 bucks. 
So I got the Murray Rookie Prism, the CMC Prism Silver, the Peterson Tops Chrome Refractor, Hollywood Silver, Hollywood Brown Silver Prism, DK Silver Prism, DeAndre Hopkins Tops Chrome X Factor PSA 10, Gronk Tops Chrome Rookie Base, Tyreek Hill Prism Silver, and Kyler Murray Optic 9, all for $499. Go do that. Go through that exercise. You're going to have a ton of fun doing it. If you've done it, send me your screenshots. Send me those on Instagram. Send me those on Twitter. I'd love to see them. Let's start the conversation. If you like what you've heard on Stacking Slabs, Hit me with that five-star review. Hit me with that five-star review. You can win some packs this week. Don't forget that. Giveaway. Send me your take of who you're prospecting into and send me that five-star review. Hopefully everyone has a nice and safe time. Enjoy the hobby. It's a great place to be. Take care of your house. Take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. Happy collecting. Happy investing. Talk to you again real, real soon. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.